happy birthday to you. All right, okay. Um, it's been a challenging few years, for sure, but I'm happy. That is because of each and every one of you. I'm the luckiest man alive. Make a wish, buddy. Who's asking? Whoa, 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 whoa. Is that supposed to be scary? Pegging isn't new for me, friendo, but it is for Disney. <sighs> Mr. Wilson, you appear to have soiled yourself while unconscious. I wasn't unconscious. Who are you? Why am I here? Walk with me. Wait. You are special. This is your chance to be a hero among heroes. I smell what you're stepping in, Sensei. Your little cinematic universe is about to change forever. I'm the Messiah. I am. Hello, pumpkin fuckers. How are we doing tonight? Oh, wait a minute. Where the hell are we? Oh my god. Why are we in a cave? With bats? And a computer? Is that a car? Oh, are we in the wrong universe? Oh, whoopsie daisy. Um, Chica Williker, Craigerine. What are we doing? Where are we? What the fuck is this? Some kind of bat cave. I think so. This isn't... The 20th Century Fox lot? This isn't <laughs> Disney. This isn't Marvel Studios. This isn't... Wait a minute. Is that a Warner Brothers logo I see? Eh. Fuck it. Welcome back to the Eternal Night, everybody. <laughs> I am one of your hosts. You've all heard my voice before. You might have just heard my variant. That'd be Phil Pool. But for anyone wondering, it is I, Philip Barker. Joined once again by my one and only co-host, Mr. Craigerine, Craig Blaylock. As we all know, as we all love this show. Huh? Fourth wall break. I uh, see you all love this shit, right? Right, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Seriously. We got, we, our, we got our followers. We got, we got some followers. We got, we got some listeners. We hope this special red and black edition episode of The Eternal Night meets you well. And I bet you're all wondering, why the fuck are they referencing... Deadpool and Wolverine. Why the fuck are they talking like they're a Marvel podcast? What the <laughs> fuck is that on the, the, the episode box art? Is that a Deadpool logo? You bet your ass it's a Deadpool logo. Because guess what, folks? This is a special edition of The Eternal Night where we go across the multiverse. Actually, no, we don't go across the multiverse. The multiverse bursts at a door fucking wide open. Yeah. Deadpool and Wolverine fucking walk through it. Now they're in the Batcave. So... All joking aside, I felt, and Craig and Phil, I shot this idea to Craig that what if, just what if, bear with us here, since our podcast logo is red and black, and Deadpool has a red and black suit, and we <laughs> love comic book films, and we love superheroes, we love all this shit, we felt compelled to talk about the Deadpool and Wolverine trailer, because, well, I like the Deadpool movies, 
I love Wolverine. Wolverine to me is like one of the best Batman offshoots at Marvel that they have next to Moon Knight, Punisher, and Iron Man. But, you know, Batman's still number one. But uh, growing up as, as X-Men fans, I think Craig and I are pre- pretty huge fans of the good old yellow and blue Wolverine, so to speak. Yeah, bub. That's right, bub. Ooh, did you just use bub? I think I'm getting a little hard. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, like, like we are we we talk about other comic book shit on this show too. So I thought, and Craig thought it would just be fun to kind of hop over the fence a little bit, or rather, the 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 door springs wide open, and they they kind of come over and and take the cave over a little bit. As as anyone knows, when we do our not safe for work episodes, we've got you know unfiltered and big bad Craig. Well, guess what? They have variants. <laughs> there's variants all over the place. There's variants all over the fucking place. There's Craigerine, and then there's Philpool. Welcome to the cave, everybody. It's going to be a fun fucking night. Now, for anyone listening to the show, of course, let me just get some housekeeping out of the way. You know, T-E-K underscore podcast. You can follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Facebook. You can also leave us an email, turnalightpod at gmail.com. You can also leave us a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that fun shit. You guys, you guys know you guys know the gist. We just fucking did this not even ten minutes ago. Uh, spoiler. <laughs> anyway. You're jump the fourth wall. I'm breaking walls. I'm <laughs> wow, this is so cool. I never thought I'd get to do this. Oh, we lucky me. Craig, let me ask you. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite X-Men character? Gambit. Really? Gambit's my number one. Okay. I was, I, I was kind of I expecting have, Wolverine, but all right. I'll yep. take Gambit. Wolverine is probably close second. Okay. But I just, growing up, I just always, I loved Gambit. Now, I think on the last episode, we mentioned X-Men 97 to some small extent. Mm-hmm. Um, might have even mentioned that I'm watching, or no, I might have even said that off mic. I'm not even fucking sure. No, you said yeah, you said it on the episode. Okay, yeah, okay, you're, yeah. You're rewatching X Men. I'm rewatching X Men, the the animated series, and, and matter of fact, I actually just finished yesterday the episode that goes over Gambit's origin. Funny enough, where he, you know the, he goes to New Orleans because his brother, the Tithe, all that shit. Oh yeah. And I was like, "Fuck, this episode's great!" Mm-hmm. Like overall, just the animation in that show is just fucking top tier. It's been top tier. They look just like Jim Lee drew the damn show. It's just fucking phenomenal. But no, I, I had no idea that Craig was a huge Gambit fan. That's actually news to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a huge Wolverine fan. I love yep. Wolverine. Wolverine is, without a doubt, favorite X-Men character ever created. Has been since this TV show, since I watched this show as a young kid with Spider-Man, Batman, the animated series. See, Batman plug. Um, <laughs> I I love Wolverine. I love the gruffness. I love his, like, you know, his one-liners. I love the bub thing. I love the fact that he's got claws. I love his suit. I just love that character to death. I'm a huge fan of Hugh Jackman portraying that character, even though, like, you know, some people like to bitch the fact that he's too fucking tall to play the character. I don't care. Like, these are fictional characters. Take your liberties yeah. where you want. Like, who gives a fuck how tall Wolverine is? I don't. I'm not one of those people. But, yeah, Wolverine is, without a doubt, my favorite character. And I think that has a large reason to do with the fact that he reminds me of Batman in, in a lot of respects. Because he's a loner. He's tough. He's tactical. He's a great leader when he's chosen to be, like Batman is. Yeah, and he's he's part of a team, but he doesn't like to really work with the team. Bingo. And he's got his arch nemesis in the form of Sabretooth, like Batman has the Joker. And I think, you know, when it comes to the Deadpool side of things and the Deadpool movies, you know, the, the Deadpool movies came at a time where the Fox X-Men franchise was 
Well, um, <laughs> that's the best way I can describe this. Fucked. Fucked. <laughs> Fucked is a good word because we had X-Men Apocalypse that May. Oh, oh, oh you know boy. what? Okay, so I just had a flashback. Okay, so, so Deadpool 1 came out in February of 2016. And mind you, Deadpool hadn't been seen in a movie since 2009, and that was X-Men uh, Origins Wolverine, funny enough. And... Man. That movie is a fucking atrocity. Okay. Asterisk. That movie is a fucking atrocity after the first act. <laughs> I personally, after the first five fucking minutes, <laughs> honestly, for me, the, the only interesting part of that movie to me is the opening sequence where you get to see Wolverine and Sabretooth through the ages. Okay. After that, that movie goes down hard for me i know a lot of people are massive leaf schrieber saber tooth fans i'm not Mm-mm. i'm not one of those people I, I, nope. I no knock to leaf schrieber as an actor i think he's great not at all he's a great actor personally but completely fucking miscast as saber tooth yeah in my humble opinion making them brothers was just a fucking, what the fuck like, yep. what the fuck are you doing fox yeah there's, there's another wall break for you folks out there um <laughs> but i think what they did to deadpool in that movie was just that's not deadpool that's not deadpool. <laughs> that's, that's just the way i that that's a character inspired by deadpool that is not fucking deadpool i will I, the furthest i will go is i'll call it a version of weapon 11 yeah that that's that's about as close as i will get but and for me, like we just said a few minutes ago, my personal favorite X-Men is Gambit. There you go. And I finally got a live-action Gambit. And he fucking sucks. <laughs> hey, did you hear about that Gambit movie with Channing Tate? Oh, wait, never mind. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Ugh. That movie that never happened. <laughs> that was the supposed blob. to happen. Oh, the man. The blob. Oh, the boxing scene with the blob. That was tough. That was a tough scene to watch. But the Wade Wilson stuff in that movie with Ryan Reynolds, mm-hmm. top notch. I'm not going to lie. I think it's maybe not top notch to some, but I felt like he, if there is a trial run for Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool, it's between that and Blade Trinity. I mean, that was literally him looking at the camera going, I could do this. Yep. I could be this character if you yep. let me. And then... You know, you fast forward a few years to, I think it's Sadio Comic Con 2011 or 2012, where the test footage of Deadpool leaked. And I think it's on good authority now that it was probably Ryan Reynolds who leaked that footage. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't either. And that right there was the the, the ignition to the dynamite of, okay, Fox, let us make a Deadpool movie. And Fox finally went, fuck, fine, here. Take $58 million. I was going to say, here's half of what we usually give any of our superhero movies. Yep. And go make your little Deadpool movie. And Ryan Reynolds winked at them and went, "Mm, okay. Mm -hmm. So they get Tim Miller to direct the movie, get Ryan Reynolds to play the character, and he looks just like fucking Deadpool. Granted, Mm -hmm. look, I am not the biggest Deadpool comic book version fan. And I think that is largely in part to do to the um, the ego that is Rob Liefeld. 
I, w- I I think that's the best way I can spin that. I think I think honestly, Deadpool is written better when it's not written by Rob Liefeld. I think when you have someone like Brian Posehn or practically anyone else writing the character, you 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 get glorious results. Um, granted, you know Rob Liefeld is one of the co-creators. I'm not citing him as sole creator of Deadpool because that's just factually inaccurate. Fabian Sazia famously drew the character and wrote the character as well. So there is some co-creation there that I think he's still not credited as, and I think that's total bullshit. But it's a very Bob Kane, Bill Finger Batman situation in some respects. But I think it's also funny that when they both go to cons, they both have banners that say the real creator of Deadpool on them. And I'm like, oh, 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 that's that's hilarious. That's too funny. Anyway, my point is my favorite or most liked version of the character is the Ryan Reynolds one. Because honestly, mm-hmm. I think Ryan Reynolds, like there are a handful of actors who are literally born to play a role Yep. And I think Ryan Reynolds was absolutely 100% born to play Deadpool. Which, ironically, too, I would say Hugh Jackman. Born to play as Wolverine. Wolverine. Yeah. And I think that the first Deadpool movie was a phenomenon in its own right. Yeah. Because that movie showcased that you do not have to do a comic book film that it has a budget that exceeds $150 million, $250 million to be a fucking smash hit at the box office. Mm-hmm. Like that movie came out and changed the entire conversation around superhero movies. Not much, nonetheless, R-rated superhero movies. Yep. And I know there are some people who think that you know the Deadpool movies are fine and they're forgettable and they're cheeky and but they are what they are. And I'm like, you know, I, I can understand your perspective. The first movie to me is is just an absolute lightning in the bottle situation. The second movie. I think has a lot of charm to it, but I also think it, it's a little standard in, in certain sequel respects, too. I I will say, yeah. like, Josh Brolin as Cable was fucking perfect casting. I think I actually said a few episodes back, I think somehow we got on the topic of Deadpool, and I mentioned that I thought they were fine movies. Yeah. Um, I did, after the Deadpool Wolverine trailer came out, I went ahead and went on Disney+, and I rewatched the original Deadpool. Uh-huh. And... I have a whole, maybe I just wasn't in the right mindset when I saw that film the first time. I fucking loved it. I I enjoyed it way more this time around. I don't know what changed, but there was just something, I had a blast with the first one. Well, I think. And yeah, I, I kind of agree with you on the second one. It's It's still fun. It's got a lot of great moments, but yeah, there is. There's just something about it that just doesn't quite grab as much as that first one. But I think yeah. it is because that first one, like you said, was such a lightning in the bottle. Right. And I think, you know, the movie opens up with like him, Deadpool, looking at the camera and the first words out of his mouth are, oh, whose balls did I have to fondle <laughs> to get my very own movie? Hint rhymes with Pulverine. It's like, <laughs> okay. This movie is going to be fucking spectacular. Yeah. And it was. It was it was yep. a very spectacular display of what that actor can do with that character. Yep. And um I just think that that first film in, in so many ways is just so faithful to who the character is in, in a lot of respects. You, you when you do a live action adaptation of a comic book character, I think one of the most important things to get right is the spirit of the character. Not necessarily, mm-hmm. you know, adapting one storyline or another or, you know, making sure that the costume is accurate. Obviously, that, that stuff kind of has a, a part to play in to some extent. But I think on the whole, 
you have to get the spirit of the character right if you want a great adaptation. I think Ryan Reynolds absolutely embodies the spirit of who Deadpool is. Mm-hmm. Between you know the fourth wall breaks, the gratuitous nature of his character, the blood and gore, the just off the wall humor, the the just fucking berating of other characters that are present in his in his presence, like his whole bit with Colossus after, <laughs> yeah. a, after tracking down Ed Skrein's Ajax is fucking hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> like their whole relationship from the first in the first two movies is just nothing short of fucking hilarious okay but one of my biggest things about after seeing the first deadpool movie i was like i really want to see deadpool and wolverine together mm-hmm. right and, and you know they poke fun at that in both movies like they they go hard at poking fun at that like so much so the end of the first movie ends with wade and vanessa and he's talking to vanessa and like when she finally sees him and his mask is off he's literally got a magazine cover of fucking hugh jackman over his face okay (laughs) that couldn't have been the that was so fucking funny okay then you get to the second movie and ryan reynolds deadpool is just fucking cracking up jokes like oh yeah wolverine had to go and fucking die on me obviously hinting at the logan movie which is Mm -hmm. without a doubt like one of the best comic book films i've ever seen in a long while because yep. Lo- it's, Log- it, it's it's up there with man of steel with me yep yep logan was an, an experience and i'm actually really glad that when they announced this movie they were like look we're not touching logan we're not doing that we're not gonna fuck yeah. with that continuity we're not gonna you know bring that one back from the dead we're gonna do our own thing and we want hugh back in the role but we want him to do it differently and it's like oh so does that mean we're gonna get him in the yellow suit uh, yeah. and sure enough he's in the yellow suit <laughs> which for years craig for fucking years i'm gonna take you all back to the past it's the year 2000 it's a rainy day in sacramento me and my dad and my brother are driving through the movie theater parking lot me and my brother are like we want to see x-men we want to see x-men well we get to the movie theater fucking x-men sold out Mm. and we're like crying like my my brother and i are just in fucking (laughs) shambling tears crying that we couldn't see the x-men especially me because, you know, watching the X-Men TV show, I'm like, I want to see a fucking X-Men movie. Like, I, I want to see this shit happen. And I didn't. I didn't get to see that. I, I actually had to wait until, like, X2, I think, to see an X-Men movie in the theater. So I didn't get to see the first X-Men movie until it hit home video. And then I remember watching the movie and being like, why the fuck are they in all leather black suits? Mm-hmm. Why, why, isn't, why isn't Wolverine in his yellow costume? And then that became a consistent criticism for almost every single X-Men movie that was done by Fox was why the fuck isn't Wolverine in a suit? Why the fuck isn't Wolverine in the suit? And even Hugh Jackman occasionally was like, yeah, why the fuck am I not in the suit? Like, come on. If I remember, I don't remember which one, but in one of the X-Men movies, they even say like, oh, what, you're expecting yellow jumpsuits? It's the first film. something along those lines. It's the first film. Cyclops makes a line of like, what, you're expecting yellow spandex? Yeah, that was it. Yeah. And it's like, I'm sitting there going, uh, yes, actually, I was. Thank you. So, and even to, like, drive this this disappointment home even further, I think it's it's the Wolverine, the second Wolverine film. There is a deleted post credit scene of him opening a fucking briefcase, and it's got the Wolverine mask, the, the tan and yellow Wolverine mask. And it's like, <laughs> come on, Fox, just put the man in the fucking costume. <laughs> like, this is, this is literally what we're asking for. And then to take it a step further. X-Men Apocalypse. X-Men Apocalypse 
literally ends the movie on every single one of them in their comic accurate costumes. Mm-hmm. They literally do the Weapon X breakout mm-hmm. in Stryker's facility, right? Like you get a lot of comic book accurate Wolverine stuff, but he's still not in the fucking costume. It's yep. like, what the fuck, Fox? What are we doing here? <laughs> then we get to Dark Phoenix, and they're like, yeah, no, remember all those suits we paid a bunch of money for at the end of that movie? Nope, not mm-hmm. doing that. We're just going to do some basic blue and yellow spandex, and it's like, <laughs> okay. Like, that's Fox going, oh, you guys want blue and yellow spandex? Okay, you're going to get blue and yellow spandex, but it's like, you guys literally just did the comic accurate costumes at the end of the last fucking movie. Why couldn't we dig these out of storage and fucking use them for this movie? Like, what the actual fuck here? What's going on? Then we get Logan. Then we get Deadpool. You know. Well, go ahead, Craig. I didn't mean to cut you off. I was just going to say that, like, this might be controversial. I don't know. Just for me personally, I haven't really liked any of the X-Men films. I just find them, they're not very interesting. I find a lot of them kind of boring. Really, the only one to me that really stands out to me is like i said logan all the other ones i can take them or leave them and hugh jackman as wolverine is one of the only consistent things that i think is good in those films want to know some irony Hmm. logan yes that's fantastic x-men and i use that term loosely because it's obviously a very wolverine centric story yeah the two x-men movies that i like the most deadpool side X-Men First Class and Logan. And here's the irony there, okay? <laughs> Matthew Vaughn directed X-Men First Class. Anyone who's been listening to me on either the Four Nerds or maybe even here, you know that Matthew Vaughn is just not high on my list of directors at the moment for a number of different reasons. I think the man's kind of full of himself. I think his ego's a little too big. And honestly, mm-hmm. I, I think he is... What? How did I say it? last week on the foreigners i think or not even foreigners might have been council creators over at chainsaw reacts i think that matthew vaughn has all the snark and ego that james cameron has minus actual talent (laughs) yeah because hot damn this guy has said some of the most off the wall ridiculous shit about filmmaking that i i just cannot sanction like this is the same guy who said Star Wars needs a reboot and that he's doing a kick-ass reboot. I'm just, I don't know why you'd bother doing a kick-ass reboot, but hey, yeah. whatever floats your boat there, chief. And my, this is the, this is when this most recent one is like the biggest, like kicking the balls for me. Matthew Vaughn said he would love to do a Superman red sun movie. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Not only would he like to do a red sun yeah. Superman movie, but with Henry Cavill. Yeah, he wants Henry Cavill to be the... Anyone who listens no to this show... Anyone who listens to this show knows full well that Craig and I love Henry Cavill Superman. This is also the same guy that said, Oh, I don't want to do a dark Superman. I don't want to do any of that. And it's like, have you read Red Sun? Yeah. <laughs> like, do you know what kind of story that is? Like, <laughs> like, like, you have Superman fans on the internet every day bitching and moaning... That Henry Cavill's Superman was, like, too dark and too fucking evil and, like, oh, this, that, and the other thing. He was Injustice Superman, even though he was He caused so much destruction. It's like, none of that shit even made it to screen. Like, yeah. that was all in, in unmade movies that you all are bitching about, okay? 
And this fool really has this like, oh, I want to do a bright and colorful traditional Superman, not a dark one. I'm just like, yeah, because Red Sun is really a, a bright and traditional version of Superman. Okay, yeah. Matthew Vaughn, I it's hear a you. It's a happy-go-lucky tale. Yeah, because Dictator Superman's absolutely a happy-go-lucky tale, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's just for good measure. Let's have Batman be a straight-up like anti-communist not that that's a bad thing or anything but like yeah we're, we're gonna have him fight superman but then he's gonna fucking kill himself at the end of the yeah. fight yeah like perfect great good job let's, let's just put that on screen so how well that goes over with people right but then again after argyle i don't see any studio being willing to like i i don't see any studio willing to be like yeah matthew Vaughn, here you go here's a 200 million dollar budget go make whatever the fuck you want i don't see that happening anytime soon now, I cannot believe they gave him $200 million for that shit. Neither can I. Look, I feel bad for the cast of that movie, because it had a pretty oh, stacked, 100%. solid cast. It had a solid cast. Now, here's the other side of the equation, going to Logan. Logan is based off of a story called Old Man Logan. Old Man Logan, yep. Written, written by none other than Mark Millar. Mark Millar... Is a very frequent collaborator of Matthew Vaughn. He wrote Kick-Ass. He wrote Old Man Logan. He wrote Marvel Civil War. This is also the same guy who is like one of the biggest misogynists in comics. Yep. Like he he wrote some kind of newsletter or some kind of response where like I'm paraphrasing here, but like essentially he wanted Wonder Woman to be forced upon and by by certain characters and i'm just like oh lovely that's that's where your head's at with that character good to know you and joss whedon should get tea sometime anyway (laughs) those two dingleberries they they collaborate on a lot of different shit they they're very friendly they're very chummy but their creative sensibilities is just not of my taste and Thank fuck James Mangold had the fortitude to be like, yeah, I'm going to take elements of that story and I'm going to do my own thing with Logan. Mm-hmm. And he absolutely made it work. And it's by and far a, a better telling of like an old man Logan story, in my humble yep. opinion. Yep. But man, those two are just, it's ironic. It's really ironic because I, I loathe them as creators now. And yet they've made, or they had a hand, I should say, creatively in making some of my favorite X-Men stuff <laughs> from a live action standpoint. It's just super ironic. Now, granted, like my favorite, favorite Fox X-Men anything is probably the first Deadpool movie without, without question. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. But getting to Deadpool three, I'm like, okay, well you're bringing in Wolverine. Then the set photos came out. He's in the fucking comic accurate costume. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this movie is just going to be, exactly what i've been wanting for like the last eight years (laughs) and i'm totally cool with that and now with this trailer coming out as of super bowl sunday there are elements in this movie that have me all sorts of just fanboy joy gasming all over like look i love loki i love the loki tv show i love let's, let's, let's bear no bones about this this is this is the movie that is bringing deadpool from the fox universe into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And granted, we've yep. we've been critical of the Marvel Cinematic Universe on here. We've praised the Marvel Cinematic Universe on here on occasion. This, to me, is the movie that I am... This movie has all my attention this year. This, this is my number one yeah. most anticipated superhero comic book film of the year. 
without question. Not I mean, like granted, there is there isn't too many to choose from this year, bingo. but yeah, this is definitely the the number one. I mean, let's just run down the list of competition. <laughs> Madam Web just came out. <laughs> Which, by the way, you can go get the pre-order your Steelbook uh, <laughs> special edition right now on Amazon and Walmart. The special edition is fifty-six dollars on Amazon if you order it right now. That's fucking nuts. Okay, so there's, there's <laughs> I mean that. There's that. Uh, Deadpool comes out in July, and then after mm -hmm. that, you have Craven in August. Oh. Yep. That's about the 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 response <laughs> I expected from Craig. Yep. Um, just just imagining what has already transpired with Madam Web. I'm just. I wouldn't doubt oof. that Craven is gonna get some kind of Morbius treatment now in wake of Madam Web. Yeah. It, they're they're gonna hack the shit up. They're gonna hack that movie to shit in the editing bay after what happened with Madam Web. And then, do you think they're gonna keep the R rating? Yes. If they want any chance of that movie being successful, yes, I do. I, I'll be curious to see what happens, because I'm just wondering now, with the money that they're likely going to lose from Madam Web, do they go, oh, wow, we got a course correct with Craven? I don't think you can retool that movie enough to make it PG-13, nah. but I don't know. I could be wrong. I think that from the go, they announced that movie BR rated. If they back down from that now, they will look even more foolish than by releasing Madden <laughs> Web. So then after Craven, there's Joker Folia due in October. Which, by the way, I don't know if you know this, but apparently the first trailer for that might be shown sometime in April. Yeah, I did see something about that. They said that more than likely, I think they said like a teaser trailer will be out. Which, around that time. I'm sure we'll talk about it. I mean, it is Batman-related to some extent. Yep. So, you know, we'll be on the lookout for that in, future, in a future installment of The Internal Night. Um, and then after that is Venom 3 in November. And honestly, I, considering what happened with that movie and the strikes, and that movie just wrapping, finishing this year, as far as filming goes, I think that movie's going to get pushed. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't either. And I like the first Venom movie a lot, weirdly enough. Like, it is schlocky. It is a very much 2000s-inspired comic book movie done, quote, the right way, unquote. Yeah. I use that very loosely. But still, I, I think the first Venom film is a fun romp. It's yeah, a goof. I, it's I, a, didn't, I didn't have a problem with it. I mean, I, yeah, I, it's, not, it's not not great. It, it's it, fine. It took some elements from, from Deadpool in certain respects, I think, personally. Like, in, in the humor department, definitely. Um, but I think Man. the second film is, is weaker by comparison. I was just about to say, let there be carnage. On the other hand, eh, not so much. Okay, if there was a Sony movie that needed an R rating, it was that one. One thousand percent. One hundred thousand percent. Why? Why did that get a PG thirteen, and then they decided, oh, Craven should be the one that gets the R rating? You know, um, you had fucking carnage. I feel like I was hoping that they shot enough in that movie to have like an R rated director's cut, and that didn't happen. So yeah, that's disappointing, no right? I don't know what you do for a third Venom movie if you already, you know, blew your load on Carnage at this point. So it's like, fuck, I don't know. My excitement for that film is kind of up in the air. I don't know what that movie looks like yet, so I can't really comment on it. Yeah. But as far it, as... A, is it a little concerning that we haven't even seen a teaser trailer for it yet? No. 
No, common practice now is between three and five months before the film comes out. Yeah, so I guess so. I would guess, I would guess the first trailer for that is probably Comic Con. Yeah. But you know that's all just a get an educated guess at this point. Um, but to bring it back to Deadpool three, like I mentioned earlier, like there there are just elements of this film that have me really excited. Like I, I love the Loki show. I like that the TVA is here. Um, yeah, I like how they're integrating that into Deadpool to bring him over. Right, because obviously at the end of the second film, he does you know a bunch of time travel shenanigans to fix his timeline, and I feel like. <laughs> yeah. That in and of itself is the reason why TVA is banging on his door like Wade Wilson. And he's mm-hmm. all like, who's asking? Right. So I, I well, feel the like the fact that they they call him, they say Wade Wilson, they immediately pull their batons out. Yeah, and and then we get the arguably the best line in the fucking trailer. <laughs> it's yeah. like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you think that's scary? Pegging isn't new for me, friendo. But it is for Disney. <laughs> okay. There was an article that came out because Brolin is doing press for Dune Part 2. Someone asked him, are you in Deadpool 3? Oh, and yeah, they it, asked if Cable's going to make an appearance. Right, right. And he, he kind of joked, and he's like, uh, no, I don't know if Ryan Reynolds likes me. No, maybe. And, and like, <laughs> that to me is just like, okay. It, it, based on how the second movie ended and considering he's using cables time travel technology yep i'm just like there's no fucking way cables not in this movie because mm-hmm. if i'd be shocked i would be legitimately shocked if cable is not in this film i would be i would be shocked especially considering josh brolin has already played thanos in the mcu and now he's cable oh they're gonna do some kind of joke there yeah you'd have to imagine and honestly i know that zazie beats who played domino is not in this film but they never said shit about cable not being in this movie either yep so they if 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 cables in this movie they're keeping it under wraps and they're doing a pretty damn good job of it yep but someone on threads was like oh gee i don't know if he's in the movie they 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 had him on borrow from the dcu and i was just like uh number one (laughs) wrong universe yeah number two there they said something effective oh they don't have the budget i'm just like fucking disney foot the bill for this movie there's no Mm -hmm. fucking way that they couldn't afford josh brolin to come back for cable what the fuck point is if cable is not in this movie i will be genuinely surprised if he is in this movie i'll be fucking happy because if you give me a (laughs) shot of cable deadpool and wolverine in the same fucking shot yep oh my god (laughs) i will cream right there in the theater and i will pull out another set of pants and underwear and i will cream again and then i will sit in the theater in my creamed underwear just happy at the fact oh yeah dirty ass movie theater yes it is yes it will be do i care no (laughs) will the row in front of me be pissed probably will i care if my scuzz is in their hair (laughs) Not at fucking all, Chief. Not at all. But, yeah, dude. Like, like watching this trailer, it's funny because, like, I was at my dad's house. We were all watching the Super Bowl. It was me, my dad, his girlfriend, her kids, um, her el- my, my dad's girlfriend's oldest, his daughter, boyfriend, who I'm chummy with, my boy Henry. Like, we're all just fucking get- shitting around and, you know, watching the game about to start. And Henry and I, we talk shit about, you know, comic book films all the time. And I was like, so... 
Deadpool. And he's like, oh, for sure. It's probably going to happen. I was like, yeah, oh, for sure. So then I get a notification on my phone. Deadpool trailer's up. I was like, oh, I'm going to watch a Deadpool trailer. And Henry's like, I don't want to see anything until it fucking hits the TV. I was like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm going to go step in the other room and watch this trailer. I step in the back smoke room where my dad and everyone likes to smoke. Pull it up on my phone, right? Like halfway through the trailer and I look over on the TV because there's like a glass window. The trailer is playing on the fucking TV and I'm like, well, okay, cool. They played the trailer before the game even started. And I was like, brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. Just absolutely brilliant. And let me tell you something, Craig. When I saw this trailer in full, I was just happier than a pig in shit. Yeah, just quick bitch moment though at the fucking Super Bowl. Let's <laughs> stop with these fucking fifteen second little clips, and then it says go online to watch the full trailer. Fuck you! Show me the full goddamn trailer on my goddamn big screen TV. Granted, Sick it's, of like, that shit. it's it's like seven million dollars for thirty seconds of TV of TV spot. Multiply yeah. that. By about two and a half minutes, so that's like what seven, fourteen, twenty, almost thirty it's, million dollars. If they, if it's di- fucking Disney, they can afford it. And Disney owns ABC. Exactly. So, come on, if you're gonna full show a full trailer for something, Deadpool would have been the one. But I, yeah, I, I hear you. I digress. Also, the Kansas City Chiefs can eat my shorts. Mm-hmm. Just, just gonna Fuck throw em. that out there. Just gonna throw that out there right there. I'm Kansas probably City. one of the only people in all of the state that i'm living in that was cheering for the niners it's ironic because you live in the state kansas city's from too so yep anyway this trailer opens up with deadpool surrounded by fucking everybody from the last two movies you got shatterstar you got colossus negasonic yukio vanessa peter (laughs) and it's so funny to me that this trailer opens up like a traditional Disney movie where it's mm-hmm. everyone, they're all happy, it's a everyone's birthday smiling. cake, everyone's smiling, and Deadpool has this really shitty wig on. Yeah, that was the first, I was like, what the hell is with that hair? I, th- I think that is 100% intentional. Oh, 1,000, like, yeah. And it's important to note that Brian Reynolds is an executive producer on, on the Deadpool movies, and he, I believe, firmly believe that if there are a ton of creative decisions going in it, he's absolutely in the room talking about them. Yeah. So I, I think that shitty wig was a deliberate choice, a creative choice. And then, you know, he, you know, blows out the candles and says, Oh, I'm so happy. I know it's been a rough couple of years, but here we are. And I feel like that's a tongue in cheek nod to like, Oh yeah, we haven't seen Deadpool in six years. So yeah, it has been kind of rough. Oh, and by the way, Disney bought Fox. So there's that. <laughs> that's also why there isn't a fucking gambit movie. That's the reason why. It's also the reason why Dark Phoenix was hacked to shit in the editing room because Disney bought Fox. Yep. So, anyway. Remember New Mutants? (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's funny you mentioned that. I recently rewatched that movie. Oh, why do you put yourself through this shit? Hey, man. (laughs) When you're doing laundry. Glutton for punishment, man. Hey, man. (laughs) When When you're doing laundry or you're you know playing with the cats or you're just fucking spanking one out or something and you need some background noise you're gonna put that on why not (laughs) why the fuck not if you want something to laugh at laugh at sure but man oh boy oh new mutants anyway deadpool gets a knock at his door 
and it's the mm-hmm. fucking TVA, right? What's interesting to note, TVA looks a little different from when we saw them in Loki, and I feel like yep. that's intentional because if you've seen Loki season one and two, you know full well why you know the TVA is where it's at now because well. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil anything for Loki because that's just a, a, a stretch too far for a Batman podcast, even though we're already talking about a completely different character that is fucking Batman. <laughs> but there are just things that transpire in that series that I would imagine lead to why the TVA is now visually a little different. You could also chalk that up to a bigger budget. I don't know. But, you know, they they, they, they show up, they knock at his door, they ask Wade Wilson. And I just love Reynolds' delivery of who's asking because <laughs> it's such a such a Deadpool thing where he's just like, oh, who the fuck are you? Like, what are you, what are you doing here? Why are you here? Right. And then, you know, they whip out their, their uh, pruning sticks and he goes, you know, pegging is new for me, Fredo, but it is for Disney. And then he just looks at the fucking camera. It's just so <laughs> perfect. So, so perfect. But then yep. we get him in a TVA interrogation lounge. And it's very, very, very Loki inspired. This is very much a play on the whole Loki Mobius thing, but it's, you know, it's, it's fucking Deadpool. <laughs> we get fucking Matthew McFadden, who I haven't watched Succession. Craig hasn't watched Succession, but uh, we've been told numerous by numerous people close to us who have seen it, like, watch the show. I feel more inclined to watch it now after watching this single trailer with Matthew McFadden in it than I did before. And yeah. apparently, he's playing a clone of Mobius known as Paradox, but I don't know if they're actually going to go through with that in the film where they dictate or state that he is in fact a clone of mobius i don't know if that's the case but he's playing a character called paradox and he's like you know wade wilson you soiled yourself while on while unconscious and wade's like oh i wasn't unconscious who are you (laughs) so 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 deadpool like oh no i wasn't unconscious i just shit myself because you know what who the fuck are you and why am i here (laughs) and then without skipping a beat paradox is just like walk with me and then, like, we get the TVA screens, and we get all the Avengers, and, like, you know, he says, Wade, you're special. We, we, you have a chance to be a hero among heroes. And we finally get that nice close-up shot of Wade in the new Deadpool suit. And I think yeah, you mentioned... It's, yeah, it's more of a cloth suit than, like, the leather that we've seen. Very MCU-inspired. Yep. A little and, bit lighter red, not not such dark yeah. red. Yeah, I think even people noticed that when the first image of, you know, Deadpool and Wolverine dropped, that the suit looked mm-hmm. a little different, so. I like it. I think it looks slick. Yeah. Anyway, it's, it's interesting to note, like, because the dialogue for that scene, Wade goes, oh, I see what you're stepping into, Sensei. I am the Messiah. <laughs> I am Marvel Jesus. <laughs> That in and of itself is so tongue-in-cheek to the idea that Marvel hasn't been hitting at the box office. Their whole last year outside of Guardians 3 was just a fucking misfire. Mm-hmm. Straight up. Like, Quantum Mania, I wouldn't call it a flop. It was fucking, it was unsuccessful. It did not do what they thought it was going to do. Because nope. it introduced Kang the Conqueror, right? And you had this new big bad villain. And then after the first week, it had a worse percentage drop than most comic book films do in their second week, and it was just not spelling good tea for the MCU. You get Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, and everyone's like, yay, Guardians, woo, it's over, wee! Then we get to the Marvels. Yeah, that's about all I have to say about that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm I'm being cheeky. I didn't hate the Marvels. It's I'm not. Fine. It's it's a fine movie, you know? It's, it's, it's fun. It's got its great 
cast, the leads are great. The villain's a little one note. Some of the worlds they visit are questionable. But it's a fine movie, okay? And, and that movie even has like an X-Men tease at the end of it with Beast. Spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen the Marvels. Yeah. But then you get to Deadpool, right? And, and, and like you see him looking at these screens and there's clearly a bunch of shots from Age of Ultron. And there's even like a sequence where Wade Wilson is in like a snowy area. And a lot of people are theorizing that it's either the setting from the opening of Age of Ultron or it's from X-Men 2. I don't know which one, personally. Mm. I'm not really inclined to care that much. I'm just going to let the movie tell me when I see the movie. Yeah. But. I mean, if it if they set it during Age of Ultron, I mean, it might actually mean something positive comes out of that fucking movie. It would be interesting to see how they retroactively retcon that film with this film. <laughs> it would be kind of funny to, like, to see, like, Wade Wilson visually seeing the events of the opening of that movie play out and then him coming up and fucking up the timeline somehow yeah. with that with that instance. And then we get a bunch of just beautiful action set shots of Wade just doing damage to the TVA and it's just fucking brutal. Mm-hmm. It's so great. I love it. But then there's also one scene where Wade is walking through a casino or like a club or something and you get that back shot of what is absolutely wolverine in his patch attire yeah and a lot of people are also theorizing that it's not hugh jackman in that in that suit it might be a variant played by a different actor oh that'd be interesting some of the names i've seen thrown around are daniel radcliffe uh okay i did see i saw something about daniel radcliffe and deadpool but i didn't know what was going on there so that's what they were thinking big rumors that he might be playing a variant of wolverine I don't know that'd how true cool. that is, but that'd be <laughs> fucking hilarious if that was the case. Yeah, that would be cool. I'd laugh my ass, especially if it was Patch, where it's Wolverine in the white jumpsuit or the white tuxedo, and he's got a patch over one eye. That'd be fucking hilarious if that was the case. <laughs> but, you know, there's also another fun cameo from X2 and X3 in this, the return of fucking Pyro. Yeah, who'd have thought? Not, not me. Not me, not at all. But apparently, at a con, like right around last year the year before something like that it was probably like last year he was asked like hey you know what would be the case if you were in deadpool 3 and he's like i can't say shit he just <laughs> smiled or something i don't i don't remember I'm, I'm not paraphrasing here but he was asked outright like you know what if you were in deadpool 3 and he's like i can't speak can't say a word can't sorry. say a word but now like he you know we've seen the trailer pyro's in the movie right and he even made a post about it. the actor who plays the character. Forgive me, I forget the actor's name. Yeah, he he outright said like, it feels good to be back. He's in his comics accurate costume. He looks like Pyro mm-hmm. from the fucking animated series. He does. And I'm very curious to see how Pyro fits into this movie, along with well, a lot of other cameos that are allegedly in this movie too. Well, and that just begs the question: like, so Pyro's in there. It just makes you kind of start wondering, like, who's going to be the big bad of this? I'm glad you brought that up because there is one shot of one character who's bald and has pointed ears. And a lot of people are theorizing. Uh, The villain in the movie is apparently played by Emma Corrin. The villain is... The heavy, heavy rumor is that it's Cassandra Nova. I don't know if you're familiar with the character. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Now, for those of you who don't know... Interesting. uh, Cassandra Nova is essentially... The twin sister, the evil twin sister, Professor Charles Xavier. Yeah. Now. I never would have thought of that. Wild, right? Makes sense. Yeah. 
Because, you know, a lot of the X-Men movies are predicated on Professor X having a heavy presence. Well, what if in this movie, the big bad is a variant of Charles mm-hmm. Xavier who happens to be fucking evil? Yeah. Now, there are some other shots of, like, Deadpool and the TVA and what looks to be the Void. Um, looks like Eliath from Loki probably is going to be making a reappearance because there's a shot of Deadpool going, Oh, my fuck! As you see a TVA <laughs> agent get, like, pulled in by by a purple cloud which is yeah clearly a lieth so i don't know i i I have no fucking clue what is going to happen in this movie but i feel like excuse me i do feel like cassandra nova is the big bad that's an interesting twist because what if deadpool and wolverine have to team up to essentially take out an evil version of professor xavier yeah wild superbly wild but I also love that in this void, what seems to me, seems to be the case for me, if Pyro is in his comic book attire, which kind of resembles that of like a resistance fighter, more or less. And if you pay attention to like how Loki operated things in the void, that's where that's where shit goes when it's like been essentially discarded by the universe. Like that's where shit, yeah. it's the end of time, right? Yeah, yeah. And you see the 20th Century Fox logo. So I don't think. This is Deadpool kills the Fox universe. I think it's a bit of a reverse. Mm-hmm. I think they're playing on this like, oh, Deadpool's going to try and save the yep. X-Men, more or less. But this is also the shot, like, this, as the trailer comes to a close, Deadpool gets thrown through a fucking wall and lands on the 20th Century Fox logo. And <laughs> if you look closely, to his, to our left, but his right... There is a copy of Avengers, or not Avengers, but there's a copy of Secret Wars number five by Jonathan Hickman. There's a cover of that in oh, the ground. Yeah, I see that. Yep. Yep. So this, at the very least, this movie, I would imagine, is probably going to like set the stage for what will happen in Secret Wars. And effectively, I would guess, like this is pretty much all but leading to the idea that probably, maybe, Wolverine and Deadpool are going to be in Secret Wars. Yep. Which... You have an actor like Ryan Reynolds, you have an actor like Hugh Jackman, you have a big movie like Secret Wars happening, and it's the culmination of like the literal Marvel multiverse of characters. Mm-hmm. How do you not include Deadpool and Wolverine in that? Yep. You do. You just do, right? But, like, Deadpool's fucking thrown through this wall, and he's, like, all fucked up on the 20th Century Fox logo, and we get a shadow walking up to him. And again, Deadpool delivers another great line from this trailer that makes me laugh every time I hear it. (laughs) Don't just stand there, you ape. Give me a hand up. (laughs) And then all you see is this silhouette of a shadow, and he pulls his arms up, and out come the claws, and it's Wolverine. Mm -hmm. It's clearly Hugh Jackman's Wolverine, because the last frame... And you see that little bit of yellow. Yep, the last frames of this trailer are Wolverine going to pick up Deadpool, and then it cuts to the title, Deadpool and Wolverine. I'm just like... Oh, and like I told you, you already know he's just all he's doing is he's digging his claws into Deadpool and going to lift him up by the claws. As soon as he sees the claws, he's like, nope, I'm good. Thank you very much. (laughs) And then we get the date, July 26th and like Deadpool Wolverine. That's the title of the movie. That was the I for a long time. You know, the movie was tentatively titled Deadpool 3. And I was like, watch the movie be called Deadpool Wolverine. (laughs) Well, I was right. How about that? Not to say that I knew that it was going to happen. Not to say, like, I have any sources or anything like that. I'm not that asshole. I don't like leaking shit. 
I don't like fucking theorizing all that shit. Or I do, but I don't like openly talking about it on a podcast. But yes, for a long time, I was like, wouldn't that all shock me if this movie was called Deadpool Wolverine? And it is. What do you know? What do you know? And I think they played it really smart in that we've seen what Wolverine, we've seen what Hugh Jackman looks like in this costume. So for them to be like, yeah, we know you've seen it, but we're not going to like, we're not going to show you. We're we're not going to show you (laughs) shit. Yeah. When you, 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 you're going to get what you want in the next trailer, which I would imagine April. Yeah. I'd probably guess April is when the full trailer reveal happens. Cause this was, this was literally the way you do a teaser trailer. You just teased. Oh, yeah. Yep. It was teased perfectly. You give us little little hints of what we're going to see in this film. I also think tonally, a lot of people had their reservations about Marvel Studios taking over Deadpool. Mm-hmm. I don't have any reservations about that at all after watching this no. trailer. At nope. all. This is tonally consistent with what the first two films were. Yep. Like, checked all the boxes. You've got the dick and fart, the perfect amount of dick and fart humor gore raunchy comedy just this the the entire tone of this trailer to me indicates that the movie is absolutely going to be in the same tonal ballpark as the first two films and that's all i could ask for yep so yeah deadpool and wolverine whoa i did I, i i'm glad that they are paying that off because even at the end of two you know you had deadpool meeting wolverine but it was stock footage from i think x origins wolverine where you know you just see the claws come out and like deadpool goes huh. but yeah like, i i'm really glad we're finally getting that paid off like we're finally getting a deadpool wolverine team up and i think this is also a really great stepping stone for what will be marvel's secret wars and honestly i'm i'm excited to see what the fuck else comes out of this movie because apparently you know jennifer gardner is allegedly coming back as electra Oh, boy. Yeah. I'm very curious to see how that plays out, if that's the case. Um, There's also a shot in the trailer, too, as well, of a pair of Deadpool gloves firing off some Uzis. Now, Deadpool does not typically use Uzi miniguns. Yeah, I did see. I saw some people talking about this, uh, the speculation of who that is. The big speculation is that it's Lady Deadpool. Yep. And... I'm going to throw two hats in the ring for who... If it, if it is Lady Deadpool, there's one of two people who it could be. It's either Ryan Reynolds' wife, Blake Lively, in that costume, if it is Lady Deadpool, oh, or, cool. or it's Taylor Swift. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, I did see something about, like, I guess they were, like, teasing, or people are thinking that taylor swift is involved in the film in some capacity she's been seen in public with ryan reynolds sean levy and blake lively her and blake lively are really good friends that would be that would be hilarious my guess is if she's not lady deadpool she might be dazzler in this movie but who knows i have no idea i'd be okay with either one honestly i'm not you know banking on one or the other I, i yeah it just wouldn't at all shock me to see taylor swift be in this movie yeah that's kind of what i'm getting at so I don't know, man. Deadpool 3 is like, I'm here for it. It's my most anticipated comic book film of the year. I'm mm-hmm. going to be there day one. I'm going to watch the fuck out of this movie probably more than once. It's going to be great. I can't yep. wait. 
Yeah, again, kind of slim pickings for comic book movies this year, but still, it is True. definitely the one to keep an eye on. Yeah, there is hardly any competition at all this year before both Marvel and DC go into full flux next year with, you know, Superman Legacy, Thunderbolts, the Fantastic Four, which I am excited for, weirdly enough. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this, this year is very slim pickings for comic book films, but I'm glad we're finally getting a third Deadpool movie, and it's got Wolverine in it. Yep. So that, I think, is where we're going to put a pin in this special black and red edition of the Eternal Night Podcast. Thank you all for tuning in and letting us jibber-jabber about the Deadpool 3 trailer, or sorry, Deadpool and Wolverine, who have entered the cave. Um, Craigarine, where can people find you on the interwebs if they wish to follow you along? Uh, you can find me most actively on threads, but I'm also on Instagram. Uh, both of those, it's uh, Craigie Omega, so C-R-A-I-G-G-Y underscore O-M-E-G-A. Awesome possum, my buddy guy. If anyone wants to follow me along on Instagram or Threads or Vero or Blue Sky, it's just at Unfiltered. And if y'all want to follow along with this show, feel free to follow along at T-E-K underscore podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And feel free to leave us a written review on either iTunes or Spotify. I think Spotify does written reviews. I could be wrong about that. But, you know, or even just leave us a five-star review on the Spotify app. Feel free to also leave us a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, whatever you get your podcast fixed from. We'd greatly appreciate it. Or if you have any questions or comments, feel free to leave us an email, eternalnightpod at gmail.com. And as we love to say, you bunch of rowdy little rascals, Keep it classy in the caves, because we sure as fuck didn't tonight. Take it easy. Take it easy, numb nuts. God, I love this part. Wait! <sighs> Don't just stand there, you ape. Give me a hand up. I'm actually okay, thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Eternal Night Podcast. This podcast is not affiliated with Warner Brothers Discovery or DC Studios. All thoughts shared belong to those involved and not the companies they happen to work for or be talking about. If you'd like to follow us or leave us an email, feel free to follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Just search for TEK Podcast on Instagram or the Eternal Night Podcast on Facebook. Feel free to drop us an email eternalnightpod at gmail.com and you can also listen to us on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, podbean spotify amazon music and of course iheartradio thank you for your time